As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome today to In The Mix with Jacques and Tasha. I'm Jacques. And I'm Tasha. And we're, and we're Team, Team Posey. All right, today's show, we're going to talk about baggage claim for the women. My ticket. Your ticket. Her ticket. No, it's your ticket. It's my no. ticket. Okay. And so, again, today, we have a wonderful guest in the building. We have Yolanda Shipman. Hello, So we got Yolanda with us, and she's going to share her knowledge and experience with us, going to share a little bit with us, and of course, we got my beautiful wife, Tasha, she's going to share a little bit about herself as well, and we're going to dive deep into some topics regarding the baggage that a woman may have when she comes into a relationship in marriage, especially marriage, right? Well, Yolanda, tell us a little bit about yourself. I am married to the wonderful, handsome Roy Shipman for 16 years. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Yes. It's a fun marriage, I would say. And um, God definitely led me to my husband. Oh, I love yeah. him. He's awesome. See, I, li- I, li- I like what she said there, that God led her. God led her. Because, oh, yeah. you know, that's key because everybody ain't led. Oh, you starting something Ooh. now. No, no. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So that's Because good, once then. you're in it, he, he will bless it if you surrender it. Let yeah. it go. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the word. Yeah. All right. You in that thing. Because mm-hmm. you in it now. Yeah. So um, as we talk about the, the different baggage, right, um, some of the things that we have listed, and we'll get into the ladies here in a minute, but some of the things from coaching and talking to others and, and even past experiences we see, um, some of the things we had listed here as, experience, as issues is unresolved issues in the past. Because we all know a lot of us, some of us have some, some things we really hadn't dealt with. Um, the other thing is hurt that never got healed, but then it becomes your present obstacle. So because you never deal with it, it's still standing in front of you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so another thing is, um, it says, uh, no female role models or, uh, you had bad role models. So as whether it's your mom or aunt or whoever using, you know, either you had none or they were just some bad, some bad folks right there in front of you. Right. Uh, the Absolutely. other was, um, Either, you know, you had no or very little skill set so that when you get into the relationship, things are very tough because, you know, as you try to go to that next level in the career, the money wasn't there, right? So then things got a little tough, um, and that causes issues. And then the other thing is poor communication. And we all know communication with you, a man or woman, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. Right? Communication skills can uh, lead to a lot of issues. 
So, with looking at this, this is some of the things that we came up here on the In the Mix of Jacques and Tasha, but Yolanda, since you're the guest here tonight, mm-hmm. uh, what are uh, some of your things that you may know that was some baggage for you when you got into your marriage with the wonderful Royce? I think um, one that sticks out to me was I had to check the baggage of vulnerability or being able to be vulnerable. I feel like um, with unresolved issues of my past with exes and and being in relationships where I was hurt, cheated on, or lied to, you know, I I feel like that left me hard. Mm-hmm. And guarded. So when I married my husband, you know, I didn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't anything that he did. Yeah. You know, it's just by being in those situations and having those things happen to you before you were married. You know, you kind of have this mindset where you got to protect yourself, protect your heart. Yeah. You know, and to not allow someone to 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 have control of it per se. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So I think that was um. A lesson that I had to learn, you know, to be more vulnerable. Mm. And I didn't wow. know that I was not vulnerable until I got married. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's that's a good yeah. point. That's a good point. A lot of people don't realize because they think that how they're living is, is so normal for them that they may not see the abnormal in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that is so true. Absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, it's, it's about self-preservation, you know. Mm-hmm. You want to protect yourself. You want to not feel that hurt. You want to feel those pains or the emotions. So you try what you think you're doing is is trying to uh, stop it from happening. Or mm-hmm. if you don't let go as much as you could and be in this loving relationship that is going to hurt less if you get hurt. But all you're doing is not allowing yourself to be fully loved like you could be. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's good. That's, good. That's real good. How about you, Tasha? What are some of the other things that you um, find of issues that might have been your baggage? Um, my my um, one of my baggages manifested in the form of abandonment issues. Mm. I, I I truly felt abandoned by my parents, um, my mother and my father, especially my father, um, because I. I was born to two teen parents. You know, my mom was 14 when she had me and my wow. dad um, was 17. Yeah. And so shortly thereafter, um, my birth, my father went to jail. Mm. That's deep. And he was in jail most of my um, young adult, well, childhood and uh, most of my adulthood. And so I felt abandoned by him. And then when he wasn't in jail, uh, I, you know, he would tell me he would come and he was coming to get me. You know, I was just like a lot of other typical stories that you hear where your mother, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm getting burnt with the straightening cone, getting my hair fixed <laughs> and everything. And I got to sit on the porch with the dress and no stay clean, out. right? Stay cute, stay clean and wait for him to come. And then he doesn't come, yeah. you know? So my, you know, I wasted a whole day sitting there waiting on him and then he didn't come. He didn't call. You know, and that happened a lot in my life. Wow. And then I felt abandoned by my mom because I felt like she wasn't protecting me in growing up. Mm. And so a lot of things that happened in my childhood, I felt that if she had been paying attention, if she had truly cared about me, these these were my perceptions, mm-hmm. that a lot of things wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. And then I felt abandoned by God. Mm-hmm. And that's a big, a big thing um, to understand. Not only did I feel abandoned by my parents, but I, I felt abandoned by God. And, you know, I've shared this before um, at our marriage conference that there, the book, uh, I know everyone heard of it, um, Purpose Driven Life, right? I could not go past the second chapter of that book because that 
it started talking about um, you were not a mistake. Mm. But I felt like a mistake all my life. Mm. And so I felt like, God, why would you allow me to be born into this family under these circumstances? This can't be your will, because if it is, how can I serve a God like this? Mm. You know, who would allow this? Mm. And I just I was hurt so bad for so long that it is a reason why I made so many mistakes growing up in my life. And I brought that type of baggage into my marriage. Mm. I didn't realize it was baggage. I felt like it was how I had to be because I had always been abandoned. So therefore I'm going to be the one that controlled the situation Mm -hmm. so that I'm not abandoned. If it gets too tough, then I'm going to leave. You're not going to leave me. Mm. And therefore that, that second um, baggage for me was control. I had control issues. And you know, I, I heard something out both of you ladies. Um, it, what I'm hearing from two different stories, two different ways, is you know, I was looking to be protected. You mm-hmm. try not to be hurt. Right. Okay. Absolutely. That's okay. True. That's so true. both of you in, in different forms, different ways, different story, but y'all were looking at a way to protect yourself from not being hurt. And I know that, especially just individually, but in the relationship, especially when you're meeting a man, you're looking for their protection, right? Absolutely. And you're looking for... Um, you want to make sure that when you go into something that's trustworthy, where you're not going to be hurt. So really, you're looking for, you know, you talking about vulnerability, uh, you talking about abandonment. You know, you want something that's somebody that you can really confide, trust in. You know, they're going to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, that whatever you build in them is truly there, but you won't be hurt in that situation. That's a key thing. I think guys, sometimes we can look at things in a different way, mm-hmm. but I think for ladies, that's very important. Absolutely, absolutely, that's very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. and I like how you picked up on that about, you know, we wanted the same thing. We did, yeah. And we had two different situations, but our reactions, you know, were kind of similar. They're kind of similar. I mean, mm-hmm. I can uh, relate with the control thing because you think like, okay, well, if I if I had it this way and if, if I plan it this way, you know, I can kind of counteract whatever's going to happen that's, that will hurt me. So mm-hmm. yeah. I don't have to be in this situation. And it usually doesn't work out that way, right? you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely um, the that being hurt is is a big thing, you know, because yeah. when you're in relationships or just growing up, and before you get married, you know, you're taught that your husband's supposed to protect you, he's supposed yeah. to provide for you, yeah. and if you're in relationships up until the point before you get married, you know, and you don't see that, and you never had that, mm-hmm. and then now all of a sudden you're married, and you're supposed to expect this, you don't even know what that looks like, yeah. you right. know, you're like, okay, I'm no, I know this is supposed to happen, but I don't even know what it feels like, yeah. absolutely, you know, so that's that's another thing, another obstacle that you have to kind of overcome. Um, that is kind of put on your husband, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. to help you work through that type of, you know, hurt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and it's funny you said that, Yolanda, because that's one of the points when we said hurt is sometimes whether it's something that has been healed, something you know, you don't do you even know that it has to be worked on, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes it can become an obstacle that you didn't know was there, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. You didn't know that that was something that you had to get over, but when you get into the relationship, it's there. Now we got to get past mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I and I like um, how we pointed out the fir- the five uh, obstacles or um, baggages that people bring into the marriage because at some point I could relate to all five of those, mm-hmm. but just like uh, the point you just brought up, Jock, about uh, not having the role model and you as well, Yolanda. Mm-hmm. I was my grandparents 
were the only people that I saw that was married. Mm -hmm. They did not have a healthy relationship because there was a lot of mental illness in my family growing up, um, especially on my grandmother's um, behalf. And so my grandparents, they existed, but I didn't see them in a happy, loving um, marriage. I didn't see a lot of interaction mm -hmm. uh, in a relationship with them. I just saw them exist and I knew they mm -hmm. were married and that was it. And so I didn't have an example of what marriage was supposed to look like. And um, when I got married, um, as many know, Jacques is my second marriage. Mm -hmm. And so I did not know what marriage was supposed to look like because I was the only other person that got married. And of course, you know, the first marriage failed because I wouldn't have been in my second marriage, but <laughs> I thought that I had fixed everything that was wrong in the first one coming into the second one. Mm. And the main thing I thought that would sustain us was because we were already believers and because God said, well, this is your husband. So, you know, when our marriage hit rock bottom, I had to, you know, question, well, God, now you said that this was my husband. You said this man was my husband. Now, now hold on now. How are you going to let them hurt me like this? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And especially when I thought I was doing all that I needed to do to protect myself. But what I learned, um, which brings us to my third uh, baggage uh, claim was I had poor communication, but I didn't have poor communication just with Jacques. I had poor communication with God mm. because the Lord had been telling me, you know, what to do or what not to do. But I was a little hard headed, you know, mm -hmm. and I've always been a very outspoken person. So when <laughs> he would say, <laughs> don't say that, you know, you hear the Holy Spirit say, don't say that. Yeah. And my thing was, well, no, Lord, now he need to be told. He need to know what, you know. And then I didn't have a problem with telling the Lord, you know, what I thought he needed to do. Okay. 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 To, to make my plans come <laughs> to pass, you know. So I was Lord very that. religious. Yeah. You know, I He's was very religious. Like that. And, you know, and, and it was wrong. And I, re <laughs> I done repented. Okay. But <laughs> that was my issue. I had yeah. poor communication with the Lord and with my husband. I didn't listen. I didn't listen to my husband. I didn't listen to the Lord. And I was telling Jacques what he needed to do to be the husband I thought he should be. And I was telling God how he needed to be God in my life. Mm -hmm. And so that was, I got a, a check. A you check. Know, I, I check. Get check. Mm -hmm. so, so with that being said, um, Yolanda, what do you think is, what, what was, what was something that you did or how was you able to correct um, one of the things that you dealt with, you know, as far as that was your baggage, how was you able to resolve it? Um, piggyback off the poor communication thing too. Um, I also had poor communication skills. Mm -hmm. And one thing I did have to do is first I had to have a better relationship with God yes. because then that That's caused key. me to have to pray differently mm. or pray at all, you okay. know, about, you know, how to resolve my hurt issues how to love my husband better. You know, what are some of the things that I'm dealing with, you know, that I may not really know, you know, that it's, it's an issue that's in my marriage? Because sometimes we think it's our husbands, but sometimes it's us, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so the communication thing, 
for me, like I grew up in a military home. Mm. Both of my parents were in the army. They're not asking you what you care about, how you wow. feel, whatever. You know, so it's not something I ever grew up thinking about. You know, it's kind of like yeah. we're going here, we're moving here, we're going to do this. And it's yes, ma'am, yes, sir, all right, you know. So I really didn't grow up thinking about my feelings or how I felt about certain things. So when I got married, you know, I um, just reacted. I was just angry. I'm mad. Or we're going to have this argument. Oh, wow. But I really mm-hmm. didn't think about how I felt. Like, why am I mad? Am I not feeling hurt? Am I feeling vulnerable? Am I feeling, like, what is, what is it? What's the root cause, wow. you wow. know? So I really had to have better communication, one, with myself to kind of understand where I was coming from when certain arguments arose or when things happened. And, and then also, like you said, I had, to ha- I had poor communication with God. Because I wasn't praying, mm. you know, about the things that I was going through or the, how I felt. I wasn't praying about how to have a better relationship with my husband or even what he needed, you know. Wow. So now, you know, I, I pray, you know, to God to lead me and show me how to be a better wife to him. That's a prayer. That's good. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Before, I'm not yeah. praying. I wasn't praying that, you know. That's good. Um, so definitely having a better relationship with God and having a relationship with him. Cause you know, we, sometimes we are, what do we say? Religious, but we don't have mm-hmm. the relationship. And that's, mm-hmm. that's where I was prior to. So I think having a better relationship with God is what, what helped me. And I think, I think that's key. Cause you know, a lot of times people will try to fix the situation themselves. They would try to come into um, all kind of logical reasons to do it. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, it's all about how we're going to allow God to work in our lives. And the fact that you acknowledge and you knew that, hey, I got to have this relationship with God in order for any of this to work in my life. I need him. And I think that's the key that a lot of people don't really understand. People will um, try to fix it themselves. Mm-hmm. And they find that um, they will still be fighting and, and stumbling with this particular issue. And this is something bigger than anyone, mm-hmm. you absolutely. Know? And so, so Tasha, what what does uh, some of the ways you what is a way that you was able to correct it? You know, some of the things you dealt with or troubled with. Well, um, for one, um, like I said before, when our marriage hit rock bottom, uh, is when I realized a lot of things, and it wasn't until I cried out to the Lord and said, you know, why is this consistently happening to me? Mm-hmm. And who's going to take care of me? And, you know, when the Lord answered me, I I wasn't ready. You know, I wasn't ready for his response. Um, Number one, he told me, daughter, I've always been here. You know, I've always been here. Mm. But you had decided how you wanted your life to be, and you were making the necessary decisions. And number two, well, I was making the necessary decisions and I was only coming to him to to let him know what I needed him to do to bring it to pass. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was religious. Mm-hmm. And then my second um response from the Lord was I had my husband in a place in my heart and in my life that only God should be. Mm-hmm. I put him on such a pedestal that I did not allow him to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I did not allow him to be the man that God was calling him to be. Um, I was busy telling him what he needed to do and how he needed to do it. And then when that fell through, I'm crying out as if 
everybody else was wrong, but it was me because many times the Lord would tell me to close my mouth mm-hmm. and I wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, I would say, Lord, he need to know, or they need to know, or who, you know, everybody <laughs> need to know, everybody's going to get told, you know, everybody, you and so <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and that was my way of protecting myself in every area of my life, mm-hmm. on my job and with my children. It was, this is what I said. If you don't like it, you don't have to be here I would, um, at your age because I left home at 14. Mm-hmm. So I would tell them about your age, child, I was I already had an apartment, okay? Mm-hmm. It, that's not the way to be, mm-hmm. right? right? So I was trying to control everybody, including God. So when he showed me myself, I had to surrender everything. I had to learn to listen when he said be quiet or speak what he says to speak. Um, I had to learn that everything don't need to be said. Mm -hmm. And if I got an issue, I need to take it to the Lord. So when I began praying about stuff with Jacques, the Lord would tell me about me Mm. and I'd be like, Lord, that ain't, you know, that ain't what we was talking about. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But that is how I got checked and he corrected me and I became a better person because I learned to pray and listen for him to speak. And when he spoke, you know, I had to learn to move how he said move. Mm -hmm. And that is how I began to see the improvements in my relationship and my marriage and even my relationship with my children on my work life in every area. Cause for me, I don't know about y'all, but for me, every area was messed Mm -hmm. up. (laughs) Yeah. And I would say this, you know, since you shared that, how, you know, God worked in your life with that, for you, Yolanda, after, you know, your relationship develop, uh, you continue to grow your relationship with God. What are, how do you, how do you see the things change that you was, that once you thought was baggage, now, you resolved to move through it. How did that change happen? What did God do? And, and if you can give us just a little, a quick, how yeah. did he change some stuff for you? It's funny how, like, when you have a relationship with God, you see how gracious he is. You see how patient he is with you. You learn about his love. You know, mm-hmm. when you're reading in the Bible, you learn about how love is, what it really is and how it's supposed to be. And when I was reading that and then comparing to how my husband treated me through all the times that I was still being hurt and lashing out he still was patient with me Mm. he still was loving with me so it's kind of like I was I was seeing the comparisons Mm. of like okay God is this loving he's patient he's dealing with me and he's working with me he's always been there with me through all my mess and acting crazy you know and my husband is still being there with me through all the hurt and all the pain and all the things that other people may have done to me that I'm putting on him so it's I kind of like just started seeing both you know, as a comparison, and um, I just sh- it showed me how my husband just started loved me through patiently, just loved me through my hurt. You know, so I think that helped me a lot. And 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 seeing that is like, how can you not be more loving? Yeah. How can you not want to learn how to you know um, change these things that are hindering you in your marriage, or that you know or that are these baggage issues that yeah. are causing strife? How could yeah. you not want to? You know. So I think that that's what helped me, you know. That's good. Kind of move past some of the issues that I had. Sounds like Royce had the characteristics of Christ, huh? 
Amen. Yeah. He, he, it, it really does. Yes, yes. <laughs> Are you trying to yeah. do a shameless plug? No, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> he, he did. He, you know, Russ had the characteristics of Christ. So he showed compassion. He's, he's, that's he's right. Patient. Yeah, he's yeah. loving. He was loving. Yes, yes. Yeah. He, his love covered a multitude of sins. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. I was a mess. You was a mess. A mess. Girl, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. That's all right, though. But that's what love is about, you yeah. know, and that's what our marriages are supposed to be. We are supposed to cover one another, that's you know, right. and yeah. we're supposed to pick each other up when the other person, is, where they may fall short mm-hmm. and things like that. So, you know, when you, and that's what I'm saying about having a relationship with God and learning how you're supposed to be married. Because going back to the other baggage thing where it's like not having role models to show you that. Like, yes. I knew people that were married, mm-hmm. but I didn't see anybody that had a marriage that I wanted to have. Yeah, oh, see, wow. That's, that's or the, the type key. of marriage that yeah. I wanted. You okay. know, I'm not saying that they had a bad marriage. It's just some other marriages, they did just exist, like you were saying mm-hmm. before. They, they they worked together. They They built homes and businesses and did all these things, but the love was not to the level where I would want my marriage to be or the yeah. fun or just the you know, the connection. Right. And so I didn't see that. So what I did was just, you know, the marriages that the things that I thought were positive in other people's marriages, I'm like, okay, I want, I want that, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm gonna Mm -hmm. take that with me, put it in my bag, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the things that I saw that I did not want, Mm -hmm. you know, I kind of just built, we built our own marriage through seeing how other people interact with each other, you know, because we didn't have, well, I didn't have, the type of role models that I felt like I needed to show me, because mm-hmm. that, that's not enough to just say, like you know we're like well I don't know I didn't see that so right. mm-hmm. you know you know I can be a mess mm-hmm. that's not that's not the answer you can't have that as you your excuse you okay. have that as your excuse you mm-hmm. need to find other avenues to that's try the to way out. yeah <laughs> and, and that does it sounds <laughs> it like happens. a way that's out way and people out. says this people yeah. says yeah. this yeah. you know yeah. so find other resources is what we did you know and 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 to be with other couples and. And do things like this, you know, and to be around other couples that have a healthy marriage. You you know, you learn things from, Definitely. from them. Definitely. That's good. Yeah. I, and, you know, I think that's that, that was key for, um, you know, uh, Tasha and I is that we serve, you know, as we continue to um, allow God to work in us and we change and, and grow in our marriage, you know, it's just being around um, healthy people, you know, mm-hmm. creating healthy environments. Uh, for one another, that you, you know, you you will correct a lot of these things. You you start identifying that you had these issues, mm-hmm. and then as you continue to resolve them, you start looking at you a little back and be like, man, you know, mm-hmm. you look at it, but really God really guides you and, and grows you through these things. And then you're able to, you know, you can really see who you were and what the mess you were, mm-hmm. and then that helps you help others. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um Yeah. So, well, I guess that's it for today, anyhow. Is that it? I think that's it. All right. Okay. All right. Well, we thank you for joining us today, Yolanda. We appreciate um, all your input here on In the Mix with Jacques and Tasha. And uh, we thank everybody else for joining us, uh, for tuning in. And we will see you for another episode coming up of In the Mix with Jacques and Tasha. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Thanks.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.